Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino. So happy to be here with you guys. You know my whole beginning spiel. That's why I'm laughing. It's my it's my weekly prayer. So I hope you're all doing well and happy freaking new year to my girlies. It's already, I'm recording this on, on January 9th. Can you imagine? Where did last week go? I, I couldn't tell you if I tried. I went to Miami for um, New Year's, as you guys know, and had so much fun, hung out with my girlie. We went to the beach. We ate good food. And then I came home the next day, got my booster. I felt fine with my booster. Um, but I, I know a lot of you guys saw my outfit when I was in Miami, the outfit that I posted on Instagram it's pretty much a freaking unitard, uh, like a sheer unitard. I thought I was being different. And then everyone was tagging me in a million people wearing the same outfit as me. So that that's why I hate that shit. But I felt cute. I felt, was it a sheer unitard? Yes. I mean, how do you not feel cute in that? And, but you know me, I can't find a man to save my fucking life. So it is what it is. You guys, I eat a lot of French fries and I'm a happy person. I just got back from Trader Joe's. Life is good. I, um, what else? Oh my God. Okay. So I have a new obsession. You guys know, I love docu-series and I wanted to recommend a few docu-series to you. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on in my brain, but I've been watching pretty much any content about cults. It all started off. I watched this docu-series on HBO max called the vow and Oh my God, do you have to watch it? It's about that. You probably have all heard about this. It's about that cult that um, all those celebrities were in, like that girl from Smallville. Oh my God, you just absolutely have to watch it. I'm not going to give anything away. And then there's another one called The Way Down. And there's another one called Wild Wild Country. I recommend them. I know you guys have been upset that I haven't recommended anything, but I watched all of those darn things within the last about week and a half. And now I'm in a cult kind of mindset. And I would, I would like to start one so far. The only rules I have for my cult are you have to be nice to me. And every, you actually, everyone has to be nice to each other. You don't have to do anything. Maybe every once in a while it would be nice if one of you popped in and said, you know, I'm going to do laundry. Do you, do you have any laundry you want me to drop off? I would enjoy that, but everything else I'm kind of fine with. I would love for us to have a community garden right? All of these cults really do have the perfect setup. They got a lot of land. They have, everyone does their own thing. You know, everyone pulls their own weight. They have a freaking garden. Are you guys kidding me? Let's grow basil together. And I'm not going to charge anyone because that's also the thing. It's like, you're charging me to be in a cult. So you have my mind, my body, my soul, and my money. This something's off here. You know, and the cult leader is always just like a schmuck. It's always like some random guy who who never had sex until he was 40. <laughs> I know I've talked about cults before, but they really do amaze me. And there's all different levels to them, right? There's like really dangerous ones like Charles Manson, his cult, his little helter skelters. Then there's like the spiritual hippie cults. Then there's the and I, I got in trouble the last time I said this, but I kind of do after watching that documentary called, um, Lula rich. Um, I felt like that was kind of a cult too. flywheels, a cult, all soul cycle, Peloton, any gym really. 
I was uh, in an Uber the other day going into the city for something and I drove past, we drove past like a track and there was so many people running and I'm like, I don't understand. Like to me, that's culty. I, I know that they weren't all running together, like as a unit, but I just, as someone, you have to understand this. If you enjoy exercising, someone who doesn't exercise, it's unfathomable to them. Like it's unfathomable to me that you just do that. You just, you choose it. You're not doing it against your will. Nobody's making you do it. And you actually like, that's a choice that you made to, to just go and, and, and run around a track. I'm going to tell you guys something right now. If you ever see me running, one thing about me is I'm never running, but if you ever see me running, run with me because it's an emergency at that point. Okay. (laughs) Someone's got a knife, a building fell down. (laughs) There's a tidal wave. A lion got out of the freaking cage at the zoo. I promise you, I will never run unless I'm being chased by something. So seeing people who enjoy this and choose this is unreal to me. I'm envious of it. I wish. Half the time, I don't even want to get out of the bed and walk in and go drink coffee in my damn kitchen. So I don't know. I I understand that a lot of exercise. The part that I do get is that it's, you know, the results you get are worth it. People are like, I like the way my body looks because I do squats or I go, you know, run around or I do freaking boxing, whatever. I don't know what the freak, I don't know what you freaks do. But the actual act of doing it is insane. I mean, I just can't imagine a world. I just, I don't know why. And everyone I know exercises. Everyone. My dad works out every single day. He has his whole life. He works out every day, lifts weights, rides his bike. I'm like, why? What's the point? And I've asked him that before. And he's just like, it just makes me feel good. I don't get it. I've never exercised and felt good. I've, I've only ever exercised and been in pain and agony. I swear you guys, but please don't, please don't hate me for saying that. I know that if you run, you're not in a cult. Everyone I know works out except for me, you know, I, I just life's too short. Life's too short, babes. Life's too damn short. There were certain things I like to do. Like I, I enjoyed when I was doing hot yoga. I always liked that because the sweating, I would focus on the sweating more than I focused on the actual exercise, any other thing I've done. I used to take dance classes with my friends too, at at a place called 305 fitness hashtag not sponsored, but it's like fun, like kind of jazzercise. I would do that with my friends. And that was really fun. Cause they played like, they knew what music to play. You know, they understood what they had to do. Um, but other than that, no, 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 not doing it. I also wanted to give you an update. I'm not going to give too much away for those of you that haven't seen the show yet, but I want to talk a little bit about the new Sex in the City series. I know I've spoken about it before, but it's called And Just Like That. It's them now. 
I'm not going to give anything away about what happened, but I want to tell you about a funny conversation I had with my friend today. Um, I had said to her because of, you know what? This isn't going to give too much away. Carrie, Carrie gets a new apartment, right? And this apartment she got is fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean, this apartment would have been $30 million. Okay. In, in Manhattan, like downtown Manhattan. And I just don't understand how she has that much money. And my friend said, well, her husband. And I'm like, what? He doesn't have 30 million, like $30 million apartment money. Maybe I'm reaching a little bit on the price, but it's like this beautiful apartment downtown on the water, floor to ceiling windows, complete luxury. You know, that's the vibe. Those cost a pretty penny, right? They're in the double digit millions at least. And my friend had the balls. (laughs) I said, well, how much do you think? What did her husband even fucking do? What, What did he even do? We don't know what he even did. She was like, he did business. I go, okay, what kind of business? I said, how much do you think he's worth? Do you want to know what she said to me? She looked me in the eyes and said to me, (laughs) she said, he's worth $800 million. (laughs) I was like, what? 800, what is he, a king? he's got oil money, $800 million. I was like, girl, that's almost a billion fucking dollars. Do you think this guy is almost a billionaire when we don't even know what he does? And nobody even know the only part of him that we knew was that he was significant in her life. He wasn't like a famous person. He wasn't a famous businessman. You know, he was no Jeffrey, the space cowboy Bezos. If I ever saw one, not even close. He's no Elon Muskrat. Okay. I was hysterical fucking laughing. I'm like $800 million. No. If he was working for the last 20 years, right? Hold on. I'm pulling up. We're going to crunch some numbers here is what we're going to do. I'm pulling up a calculator. So if he was, oh my God, this calculator on my MacBook is so silly looking. They tried, they made it look like a T90 fucking X, those stupid calculators we had to have for school that cost $800 million. (laughs) The only one who could afford it was Carrie's goddamn husband. My mom hated, I don't even think, my mom bought me one of those calculators once and they were expensive. And she was like, don't lose it because kids in school would steal each other's calculators. Those calculators cost a fortune. And I, of course, lose it immediately because, (laughs) girl, what are you doing giving me this thing? The fact it was mandatory for us to have one. And then I, after that, I had to get them from the school, which is so fucking embarrassing. And I lost those two. <laughs> My poor parents, like, this is why, like, I contemplate having kids. I'm like the whole calculator thing. I doubt they even have them still now in school, right? They probably all have damn iPads or something. But the shit we put our parents through, and I swear to God, that math we had to learn. Are you fucking serious? Why were they training us all to be actual rocket scientists in school? I remember in fifth grade, 
my mom being like, I have no idea what this math is. What is this? She was like, they changed it since I was in school. It used to be like two plus two equals four. Oh my God. After I learned the multiplication tables, I was done. I was done and I'm fine now. You know, if your kids aren't good at math, don't hound them. They'll be fine. It's what calculators and phones are for. Anyway, I got sidetracked. Talking about these stupid T90. You remember those? I went to school with this bitch. Okay. And if you're listening to this, you are a fucking bitch. Hers was bedazzled. Are you insane? You are the baddest bitch in school if you have a bedazzled T90X 14,000 calculator. (laughs) I hated her because it's like, are you kidding me? Not only is that calculator so expensive, you went ahead to the mall and got it Swarovski'd? Get out of my face. I just know she's having a happy life now. I always wonder about those types of girls that we were in school, just like, oh, this bitch has everything. They did it right, right? They went to college. They met some nice guy. They got married right away. They had their little babies and they live in a house, right? How nice is that for them? I just know this bitch has it all. I'm not even going to look her up, honestly. If I do, I'm going to end up sending her hate, hate messages. How's that calculator? Rat. (laughs) You know, some people, some people are born with it all. Anywho, let's do this math. Okay. So $800 million. So say he's working for 30 years, right? I don't even know if this, this calculator is going to go up to 800 million. It's such a ridiculous number. How many zeros is that? I don't know. 800 000 000. Okay. 800 fucking million dollars divided by 30. Say he's working for 30 years. That means he would have to be making per year. Hold on. $26 million. Hold on. If they, how do they not put a hold, 26? One, two. <laughs> Yeah, $26 million-ish. I don't know. Could be $266 million. But I think it's $26 million. And at that point, are you kidding me? He wasn't making that much money. My friend, I'm like, girl, what planet do you live on where a normal guy that just like randomly lives in the city makes that? But I don't want to give too much away. Also, the Che Diaz storyline, blow my fucking brains out. Blow my damn brains out, girly, because I'm over it. I posted a bunch of memes today about Jay Diaz. I love, I love um, the person that plays Jay Diaz. I forget their name. I'm trying to remember, but they're a comedian in the first place. Uh, but I'm, I'm just, I like them. I don't like the storyline. I don't care for it. I think it's because Miranda is, you know what? I'm not giving anything away. I'm going to stop right there. Stop right now. Thank you very much. What song, girlies? Spice Girls. 
the way I used to sing that song, I was thinking about this the other day, actually. Sorry, you guys, I had four fucking espressos, but uh, the way I used to sing that song from the Spice Girls when I was six years old, that was called When Two Become One. And it was about fucking. <laughs> Are you insane? What? I was like eight. I need some love like I never need love before. Singing that song. In my room. I swear. I swear. Love the Spice Girls. Okay. We're getting into these questions that you guys sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. You can always send them if I don't get to them. Please resend it, bump it up to the top. Um, you know, sometimes these things slip through the cracks and sometimes we don't get to all of them in one episode. So you know what time it is. Uh, this first one says, am I asking too much? FMK and pick of cats included. So see, and, and that's an attention grabber, especially the end. I'm actually going to scoot right down and check out the cats. Okay. Okay. I'm going to get, I'm going to rate these cats. There's two of them. One of them is orange, which I want an orange cat so bad. The other one is a little black cat and they're so fucking cute. The little black cat is in an Amazon box. So I'm going to give the orange one a million out of 10. And I'm going to give the little black one a million out of 10. And that's my final answer. Okay. So this says, hey, Queen Carly and beautiful Robert and Stanley. Heart, 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 heart. Huge fan over here. Been listening since the OG days and have been waiting for a big enough problem to email in about. And now I just have too many to count. So here's the one I chose. Long story short, my boyfriend and I have been dating for about two and a half years and I love him dearly, but we started dating when I began my master's program. So we were long distance for a while. Uh, we are from the same town in upstate New York, but I was going to school about two hours away. I graduated with my master's last May and was so looking forward to being closer together and starting my career so that we could finally be on the same page in life. But he decided to chase his dreams and apply to law school. Uh, he always has been super ambitious, which I love, but sometimes it's almost to a fault. <clears throat> he applied to schools all on his own. Um, nowhere near where we lived and all across the country. So I was pretty much forced to choose either move to a different state and finally start my life with this wonderful man that I love or go back to long distance, be miserable and most likely break up. I knew I couldn't do any more long distance and I've always wanted to get out of my small boring town and explore the world. So I decided to be a girl boss and take a damn risk. Now we moved to New Hampshire in August um, and so far I've come to the conclusion. I love living with my boyfriend, but I hate this place. Okay. Hold on. We're, we're going to keep going here. I've, I've completed all those exciting milestones in life, like passing my board exam and starting my career, but without all my family and friends to celebrate with my boyfriend feels the same way, um, about where we live and does a really good job of trying to make life fun and celebrate my accomplishments. But it's just really hard living in a place so far from family with absolutely no friends besides my boyfriend. To make matters worse, he's applying to internships for the summer all across the country. He knows how I feel about being here, especially all alone. So it hurts me that he's going to start doing this without even having a conversation with me or giving me a heads up beforehand. I don't want you to think he's a bad guy. Uh, he's always doing whatever he can to make my life easier. But he's just so career driven. He truly believes he has to attain the best internship possible and is willing to drop everything and move across the country for it. 
I don't want to stand in the way of his dreams and I truly want to support him, but am I wrong for being mad that he isn't taking me into consideration at all? Once again, when it comes to these major life decisions, help. Um, <clears throat> okay. And then she gives a fuck Mary kill, which I'm going to save here. So here's the thing. I get where you're coming from because it's like you guys did the long distance thing while you were in school and you were going through it and it was really hard. And then it, it feels like it's like a never ending thing, right? You finally are done. He goes away. You follow him. He wants to move again. So it's a really, really tough situation to be in. Um, I think you should, if it were me, I would have a conversation and just say, it hurts me that you're not considering my wants or needs and our future together. I understand. And I want to support you throughout your entire journey and you going to school. And I want you to have the best internship possible, but it would be nice to be considered, especially because I just packed my shit and moved to goddamn, you know, Harry Potter town, Harry Potterville, New Hampshire. I don't know why, but every time I've been to New Hampshire, I'm like, it get, it's giving, it's giving the Sorcerer's Stone. You know what I'm saying? It's giving Hogwarts, which I personally love. But being away from family and friends is not ideal. And you're going to end up being there alone all summer. I'm like, you know, it's hard for you because it's like, do you get a job back in New York for the summer? But it, why are you switching jobs so much? And you've established you have this degree and you've established yourself. So you want your career is important, too. And I think that he needs to understand that. Um, I don't think he's a bad person. I get where he's coming from. I think he's just being a little inconsiderate of how hard you've worked to get to where you are. And, and that's what I would say to him. And maybe you guys can come to a conclusion and meet in the middle. You know, if he's, if, if he wants you to live in New Hampshire, he's going to have to stay in fucking New Hampshire. Sorry. And I, I, I don't, I don't think he's a bad guy. I, I don't think he's a bad guy. Okay. This next one says is Zuck is Zuck in my little brain. FMK included. Hey girl, you already know I'm sending you in the kitties kisses, but let's get straight to the point. I am freaking out. I went to the mall to get in some steps because Connecticut is so cold that it offends me. I left my phone in my car and I was only with my, and I was only with my little seven month old baby, just stepping out and vibing, uh, toward the end of my walk. I noticed a cutie wearing a Yukon school of engineering hoodie. And quickly I thought in my brain, okay, smarty, that's it. Tell me why I get on Instagram a couple hours later and there's a freaking Yukon School of Engineering ad like H-O-W, how I didn't say anything out loud about it. And it was literally just a quick passing thought. Please tell me how you'd explain this. And then um, she gives a fun uh, fuck, Mary kill. So <clears throat> this kind of shit happens to me all the time and I don't know why. I think that, oh wait, you said you left your, you left your phone in your car. See, that's, what's weird to me about it. Cause a lot of times I've noticed, like, for example, my friends, like if I'm hanging out with one of my friends, she'll be like, oh my God, I want this bag. And then later on, like, she'll show me the bag on her phone or she'll say what bag she wants. And then later on, I'll go on Instagram and I'll get an ad for that exact brand. It's so weird. 
<clears throat> so I don't understand how any of that works. I think that if you're close to someone or if they know who you're talking to, like that's what all these cookies are. We've been accepting these goddamn cookies and they track us. They know what's up. No one should ever go fucking missing. But um, yeah, that stuff happens to me all the time. The weird part about it is that it your phone was in your car. But I think that that just could be, I think this is just a coincidental situation. Although it, it's all spooky to me. It's all freaking spooky, honestly. Uh, let's get to this next one. Choo, choo, choo. Okay. Okay, so this next one is actually about, wait, is this about the the new Sex in the City or the old one? Okay, yeah, this is about the original Sex in the City, so I'm going to read it. It's not about the new one, so there's no spoilers. Uh, it says, I'm listening to the episode from last week where you talk about Sex in the City and Carrie being a bad friend. First of all, so happy you finally watched the series and you should have gone... <laughs> Um, you should have a guest star on the pod in parentheses me, where we talk all things sex in the city, send me a zoom link and I'm here and ready to record. LOL. Second, I've rewatched sex in the city from front to back at least 15 times. I'm slightly obsessed. And the older I get, the more I realize Carrie is a toxic friend and girlfriend. She's awful to her, her friends. And she basically lied to aid in their entire relationship. She said she was a furniture designer that she doesn't smoke. Uh, she didn't get an abortion. And of course, the biggest lie of all was her cheating on him with big. At first, I loved her and would think to myself, wow, imagine being friends with Carrie. And now I'm like, imagine being friends with Carrie. LOL. Anyway, <laughs> this wasn't really a question. I just want to talk to my girl, Carly. Love you since the girl code days and kiss you and the little kittens. Oh, P.S. What do you do to your hair these days? Because the waves and smoothness and just gorgeousness of your hair is too much for me. Well, funny you should ask. I'm going to answer the hair question. And uh, I have a keratin treatment that I got because after I got highlights last time, my hair is just so damn dry and damaged and I just wasn't feeling cute. So I got a keratin treatment and my hair is definitely not frizzy. Cause I have really curly frizzy hair. You guys, my hair is so frizzy. So I needed the keratin. I liked how frizzy it was kind of over the summer because I felt like I had a lot of volume and it was just like that kind of beachy vibe, but then it just ended up looking like a broomstick. So <clears throat> the keratin doesn't make it pin straight. It still drives, it, it dries wavy, not as curly as it normally does. And, uh, you could still wear it curly if you want. And, and there's just absolutely no frizz. And I've, I used to get them all the time, but this was the first one I had gotten in a, in a while. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our sponsors this week over at Green Chef. If your resolution this year is to eat better, smarter, and cleaner, Green Chef is here to help. Every week, Green Chef sends you new recipes with over 30 meal choices every week and the flexibility to switch plans. You'll always have a nutritious meal that tastes great. Everything they send is pre-portioned, so you'll never have to worry about planning or shopping for dinner ever again. I absolutely love Green Chef. I think it's such a great company. It makes everything's so easy and you guys know me I want to I want I'm a girl on the go okay who knows if if Jeffrey Bezos or Elon Muskrat is going to hit me up and say I need you to get on my PJ my private jet and fly across 
the sea. <laughs> so if I need a meal on the go, I got Green Chef ready, ready. That's it. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well both easy and affordable. And it saves you time. I don't have to go to the grocery store, stand in line, and haul it back home. Green Chef shows right up at your door with everything that you need. If you're busy like me and you need to eat healthy, Green Chef fits perfectly into your lifestyle. Go to greenchef.com slash secret130 and use secret130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. That's G-R-E-E-N-C-H-E-F dot com slash secret130 and use code secret130. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Support the show by going to greenchef.com, secret130, and use the code secret130 for $130 off plus free shipping. Thank you so much, Green Chef, for sponsoring this episode. This one says, is toxic my type? Mm-hmm. I hear that. An autobiography by Carly Aquilino. Okay, this one says smooches for you and smooches for the cats. I'm going to get right into it before my ADHD goes squirrel on me. <laughs> Honestly, that's why I'm that's why I'm feeling really good about my reading right now. I've been reading really well this episode, you guys. And then and then something happens where I hit a wall and I just go, you know what? I'm not going to make them listen to this. <laughs> I gotta go. Okay. After talking to this guy for about two months, he asked me to be his girlfriend. And I said, yes, but I'm having a hard time figuring out my feelings for him. Why I should like him. He's thoughtful, patient, drives three hours to see me, caring, gentle, handsome, and treats me amazing. He's a small town country boy. That's what I like, family oriented. And when I'm with him, I don't lift a finger. I feel like an asshole because this is the type of guy every girl dreams of. A girl wants to be treated like a princess and knows that their person isn't playing games or is going to hurt them. My last two serious relationships, uh, my boyfriends were controlling, mostly about having guy friends wanting to know what I'm doing and going out with my friends because they had been cheated on before. Why? I question my feelings. I usually date older and he's younger in parentheses. Like my last exes are three to six years older than me. And he's six years younger. I'm 30 for reference. Age is bothersome for me because I know all throughout my twenties, I had a blast and I don't want to take those experiences away from him because I honestly just like to keep, keep it chill these days. And I'm tired. Don't get me wrong. I like to hit up a bar or a new restaurant every once in a while, but not every weekend. At times I feel old and like he didn't know who too short is. And I usually drive us because he's scared to drive in a big city. I make most of our decisions. Sometimes it feels like I'm always having to entertain him. We live three hours away from each other and I don't see either one of us moving closer to the other person. The sex isn't all that and he needs to figure out the motion of the ocean. A couple of nights ago, one of my old hookups came to my apartment to drop off a key of mine that he still had from when I would be out of town and he would watch my cat. He stayed a bit and we laughed and caught up on things. This guy is so funny and witty. Before he left, he did go for a big long hug and something about that hug felt more comfortable to me. I want to say all I felt was passion or maybe it was just the laughing because I don't feel that with this guy that I'm with now. I'm usually the touchy feely type and I don't have that type of urge to be grabbing him or kissing him. And is that why the sex hasn't been fun? Am I a jerk to continue dating him and see if the feelings will grow stronger? Is it too soon to tell? Help me, a confused girly. Sometimes I've been there before where 
you end up meeting someone and you're like, wow, this person is great. You know, this is what I kind of always wished for on paper. And then there are other elements to a relationship and kind of these nuances that we have with a person that just aren't there. You know what I'm saying? Like the things that we need, the connection that we need, the back and forth banter, like you said, that is so important. I have dated so many guys. I've been on dates where I'm like, I might as well have been a dentist because I'm pulling teeth here. The way that my back hurts and I have to go to the chiropractor for carrying this entire conversation on my back and, and, and yet, and yet being so charming at the same time. I mean, I really want, like you're spinning all the damn plates at the, at the same time. And that drives me nuts. And it's something I won't do ever again because I've done it because I'm like, oh, he's so nice. And this and that I love nice guys. I want that, but it, I can't, I can't with the board. I, I can't. If we don't have that connection, like an instantaneous, like, I feel like you're my friend connection, it's not going to work. And you said it yourself. Like if, if that door wasn't even a little bit open to you, of course it is because you're asking this question in the first place, but you wouldn't have felt this thing with the other guy, the old hookup that's back in town. I think that that's all the answer you need. A lot of times with these situations, if you have to ask, you already have the answer. That's just uh, what I've learned from my field research. Learn from my mistakes and, and me, wasting, we, me wasting time on guys that I'm just like, oh, well, he has this one quality that I want in a person two years later. What the hell? You know? But I don't think you're an asshole for seeing if the feelings are going to go stronger, but, and I hope they do because he sounds like a great guy, but I don't know if they will. I don't, I also don't see a problem with age. Like when I know people are like, I have friends that are dating younger guys and that's cool to me, but I want to date an 80 year old because I'm tired and it's cold. The way I used to go out in my late teens, early twenties to like clubs and bars and be wearing a freaking mini dress when there was a blizzard outside. I mean, I really was like, men will not like me unless I'm freezing to death. Like I need to have frostbite on my big toe in order to find my Prince Charming. There's gotta be something out there for, for me to even leave my house when it's cold out. Okay. Let's go to this next one. Here we go. This one says, why are men? And I think this would be why are men part 3,682. <laughs> Hi, Carly. And hello to Sir Stanley and Sir Robert. Who's meowing? Who's meowing? My cats are both sleeping and I hear a meow. Where the hell is Robert? I don't think that's Robert's meow. Oh, you know what? I think the cat is in the hallway. We have a hallway cat here. His name's Falco. He's an old man and he's really cute. He hates me. He hates my cats. Stanley ran out, you know, just not out the building, but out my apartment because he like runs out in the hallway sometimes and he just like lays down and wants me to go get him. And 
and the, and the other cat was out there and he went, he hissed at him. But anywho, uh, I'm writing not only for myself, but also for my sister-in-law. Oh, I'm not going to say her name. We're going to call her beans. (laughs) I don't know why we're calling her beans, but, um, I literally can't think of a woman's name. (laughs) So I'm writing it for my, so I'm writing in for my sister-in-law also beans. She's not really my sister-in-law because her brother hasn't locked this down yet, but I consider her my family. Love you beans. (laughs) We both listen to the pod every week and she's the one that actually got me starting to listen to it a couple of years ago. So let's get to the issue here. Men. Beans and I both live with men. She has a fiance and I live with her brother, my boyfriend of four years. We love our guys, but living with a man for so long has prompted us to ask why they do the things that we do. And we're wondering if other women who live with men experience the same things. Like, does everyone else, does everyone else's man save grease from the bacon or something to keep it in a jar for months (laughs) on end only to never use it again? Beans and I... (laughs) Beans and I literally send pictures back and forth of how long these grease jars have just been sitting in our kitchen unused. Another thing we realize our guys do is they do their laundry, dump it all over the bed or couch, and then leave it there instead of putting it away. Like, are we just going to sleep all over the laundry? Another issue with the laundry. My man leaves his dirty socks everywhere on the floor, on the couch, on my freaking car, or when he has dirty clothes, he leaves them on the floor right next to the laundry hamper. Yes, this is something I think it's genetically ingrained in them. Why are men? We'd love to hear what drives other people nuts about living with men so we don't go insane. Love you and love the potty. Kiss right on the lips. Oh, okay. So this will be a funny thing. Like I definitely, um, I definitely can relate to this because that stuff starts to like, it really gets under your skin and God bless women. God bless women. I know I'm not easy to live with, so I'm not trying to say like women do everything right and blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm not saying that, but you know, the, th- the constant reminder of like, Hey, don't put your socks next to the hamper. Imagine doing that five times a week for 30 years. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think about sometimes. I used to do that with a guy that I live with. I would be like, can you just put your dish in the sink instead of next to the sink or there would be a glass of water that he poured and he would just pour another one and not drink either of them. There's so much, there's so much trying to think of other ones off the top of my head, the laundry and the dishes, I feel like are the two are the two things. Also the pushing down the garbage to the point where the bag is going to rip instead of just taking it out. That one always drove me a little bit nuts. So that's the prompt question for this week's episode. It'll be, what are things that your partner does? Doesn't just have to be men, but what are things your partner does that drives you crazy? And there was also one that I had gotten on the, um, on the, Patreon podcast that I said I was going to put in the episode for this week because I want to know what you guys think. 
or some of your stories, what is something that you've done for revenge? Like to get revenge. Someone had sent that question in, um, to the Patreon and I was like, Ooh, that's a goodie. So I promised them that I would, that I would say it here and we'll read them next week. Okay. So, you know, you and beans are not alone and that's for sure. Okay. This one says, Hey, Carly, love the pod and always have so much fun listening to the advice you give and your little stories and tales. I'm writing in for some advice. I, what the hell is that? Stanley, are you in that Trader Joe's bag? Oh my darn gosh. I'm writing in for some advice. I started dating an absolute cutie patootie about two months ago. He has two bath mats and fresh folded towels. He's a really good guy, reliable, trustworthy, stable, and all that. He's also super playful and silly, which is a must for me. Now here's the freaking problem. I think he might be boring. Like we very rarely have any quality conversations and he's almost completely emotionally disconnected. I find myself asking all, if not I'm sorry, all or most of the questions slash starting the conversations. He doesn't really ask me any questions about myself anymore. And there really isn't any effort into making the time that we spend together fun and special. We just hang out at his house and maybe watch movies or go out for drinks. I'm super confused because I am simply being negative because maybe I'm being negative and I should just chill the heck out and realize that this guy is a decent man and a potential keeper. I'm just so sick of long silences between us and the lack of intellectual slash emotional connection. Please help. Am I overthinking? Am I the problem here? Maybe I'm not coping with dating a quote unquote normal guy. Love you, girly. So girl, I can't date it. I can't date someone who's boring. I can't date someone who's boring. I just can't. We have to have fun. We have to laugh. We have to giggle. We have to be silly. And we have to also be able to talk about important things and have real conversations. And we don't have to agree on anything by any means, but not, that's not how I meant it. We don't have to agree on everything, you know, our points of views in life. Cause I think that's an unrealistic expectation that people have is that like, we all need to agree on the same things. I, I don't believe that we're all different people. And any of my closest friends, like say five or 10 of my closest friends, not everybody has the same view on everything. You know, we all have different boundaries and standards and blah, blah, blah. But anywho, over my dead body, am I going to spend my life with a boring person? Unless he's an 85 year old man then I will gladly make your little tea and talk about you being in the war. Cause that's actually not boring at all. That's actually pretty interesting. See people sleep on how, how interesting old people are. And, and that's where you're all wrong. And that's why I'm going to be the one who ends up winning when I date a 97 year old. Okay. <laughs> I want, I want a man that's fought in every war that we've had in this country. Yeah. I mean, here's what I would do if I'm you, you don't have to cut him out. He didn't do anything wrong, but keep your options open. Don't put all your eggs in his little basket. And I think you'll be thankful if you continue to go out with guys and see other people. Um, I think there, there will be, you know, a spark between you and someone else that even if he ends up not being the one, I think that a lot of times we just need to have a fun date with someone to be like, oh, never mind. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I said that the right way where it's like, you know, you're seeing someone and you guys like each other, but there's a few things that you're like, yeah, I'm not sure. And then you go out with someone else and you have a great night and you're just like, oh, okay. I'm glad I didn't put all my eggs in that other basket. No offense to boring people. I fucking love boring people too. You know, you guys are cool. You're so easy. I, I I'm honestly so intrigued by, I, I have like a very really I think impressive skill that I can really make anyone interesting. Anybody, anyone, I don't care who the hell it is. I will find that one thing and I will just ask you a million questions about it. Okay. So, but yeah, don't put all your eggs in that basket. You'll know if you have the vibe, don't oversee that please, because then you end up you know, a year, two years, five years into a relationship. And you're just like, oh my God, I knew that this wasn't the match from the beginning. It's only been two months. Okay. This next one says vacation fling and uh, FMK. Hi, hello. I'm obsessed with you. Oh, thank you guys. I'm obsessed with you too. I need advice. My best friend took me as her wedding date to her friend's wedding. And I totally hit it off with the groom's brother the week. Oh my God, this is very sexy. With the groom's brother, the week we were in Tulum, I got back today. He's basically my boyfriend for the week, LOL. Staying up all night talking, holding hands, spending all of our time together. We laughed a lot, had great conversation, and he seems like a genuine guy. Okay, and since I'm sure wondering, yes, one time we did bang. (laughs) And it was pretty good. He lives a few hours away from me in Indiana where my best friend lives. So part of me feels like maybe it's silly to even want to keep in touch, but I really felt like we hit it off and wanted to try. I don't do this stuff often and I'm pretty bad at it. Tips for keeping in touch with this guy. If we do keep in touch, how long should I wait to see about meeting up again and having the long drive? I'm typically clueless when it comes to someone being interested in me. I think this one might be mutual, LOL. Help a girl out. I love you so much. Um, And then she does a really, really obscure fuck, Mary kill. And oh boy, oh boy, is it going to be a hoot? We're going to get to that in just a second. So then she says, side note, I've been binging the podcast. So I can't remember if you said this in a recent episode or one of the old episodes, but you talked about that feeling of your house never being totally clean because there's always a drawer somewhere that needs to be organized. I started doing this thing called fly lady and it helped me a lot and it low key changed my life. And there's even an app. Oh, okay. I'm writing this down literally in my notes, fly lady. Gotcha. Okay. Well, thanks for the suggestion there. I'm definitely going to look into that. I have a list, you know, but it's never ending. I cleaned my closet the other day and it's a Maserati and it's just, you know, it's just one of those things. And then I think, oh, there was one more before we get to the fuck, Mary kills that I had saved here. Carly. Hey, my sweet little baby kisses to the kitties, Robert and Stanley. So Okay, boom. Here's the tea. So I have a friend who's honestly someone I've gotten really close with over the years. She's a really good friend. Anywho, she's married. Her husband is also very nice, sweet guy. They're cool peeps. So a few times in conversation between my friend and I, she mentions that one day they wanted to get a third person to, you know, 
join forces with LMAO. Keep in mind that these conversations have been very spread out over time. We've been friends for about three years now. Anywho, in another conversation a year or so later, my friend and I were talking about the kind of girls and guys they like and don't like. And during this talk, she said that her husband thinks I'm super pretty. I was actually really flattered by this. And my friend is just the sweetest, purest lady. So I didn't think anything of it. I knew it was coming from a genuine place and not a flirtatious one. Anyway, let me get to the real tea, baby. So boom, her birthday comes up and we're all at her house getting drunk. Okay, girl, I mean drunk. So at one point, all the guys were outside on the porch talking. They were sitting at the table and my drunk ass went out like, hey guys, what are you doing? And leaned on the table. My arm was next to my friend's husband. Mind you, she's inside. Anyway, Carly, tell me why this man licks my arm. (laughs) What? What is he, a golden retriever? He licked your arm? (sighs) Tell me why this man licks my arm, like on purpose. I just froze and went inside. Am I a bad friend for not saying anything? Like, I don't want to bring up shit and cause issues for nothing, but it was so weird. I will probably never say anything. He hasn't tried anything since then. Maybe I'm overthinking it. I don't know. It was just odd. Anyway, sorry for the novel. This got long, LOL. (laughs) Let me know if I'm a bad friend or if they low key want me because I'm, I am pro the heart wants what it wants and the kuda do too. Anyway, I love you. Always, always thinking of you. XOXO kissy face. Okay. First of all, I love the way that this was written exactly how I know that you would say it. If we were talking, it's the easiest email for me to read. So your friend's husband wants to bang you pretty much is what the deal is. Why would he lick your arm? Like if he was like, Oh, ha ha. Like I'm being, I don't even know. Like do grown men do that where they'll just lick someone's arm and laugh about it. Like, Oh, ha ha. We're being silly. I don't know. I don't know, but it's alarming. I think it depends on when the party was. If you feel the need to say something to your friend, you can. But if the party was like six months ago and you're like, just so you know, your husband licked my arm, she's going to be like, what? But that is so weird. If you don't feel comfortable saying something to her at this point, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, like, if it happens again, you absolutely need to because he could be crossing a boundary that they haven't discussed and they haven't spoken about. And you just got to cover your bases because your friend is really who matters in this situation. Fuck this guy. And I don't mean that literally, you know, you need to know where she stands with it. And if you and them, and you guys decide to have like an open thing or whatever the, whatever their situation is, um, then that's fine, but make sure she's included. (laughs) Otherwise it's just an affair. Okay. So let's get into these, uh, fuck Mary kills. We have three here from you guys. The first one was peanut butter, jelly, and Nutella. Now you would think that this would be difficult for me, but it actually isn't. If you would have said just butter, jelly, and Nutella, I would drive off a cliff because that's an impossible question to answer. But peanut butter, I'm going to tell you right now, The only time I like it is on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, pretty much. I'm not one of these people that's just eating peanut butter like it's ice cream. Okay. 
And I'm going to go back and say what I said many moons ago. I said, I'm so sick and tired of pretending that I enjoy natural peanut butter. Fuck natural peanut butter. Why are we doing this to ourselves? I want Jiffy. I want Skippy. I want uh, Peter Pan, Scooby-Doo. I don't want this bullshit nature's bounty. It costs $17 and it tastes like an asshole. Get out of my face with that. It's not even good. Uh, Oh, okay. Thank you. No, thanks. I'm good. I want the high fructose corn syrup one and a large jar of that is what I will enjoy. And the chunky kind. Thanks. Jeff. I have peanut butter in my house. I really only have it on peanut butter and jelly once in a blue moon. You know, I'll, I'll put it, I'll put it on some apples or something. But other than that, I'm not, I just don't care for it. I don't need it. Love jelly and love Nutella. So I'm going to fuck Nutella because I do think that being married to Nutella would be a really, really toxic marriage. It's what are you? Are you healthy? You're made out of nuts, but your chocolate seems weird. That's an identity crisis that Nutella really needs to sort out in therapy. And I don't want to be on that journey. So we're fucking Nutella. We're marrying jelly, of course. Jelly is wholesome. Jelly is Amish. Jelly is homemade, right? I told you guys I know how to make jelly. So marrying jelly, fucking Nutella, and RIP to peanut butter. Don't come for me, by the way. I know people who love peanut butter are like K-pop fans. They'll knock down my damn door. I'm sorry. All right. The next one is very specific to me. Ethiopian coffee, avocado and honey and Modelo. Okay. Modelo is my, you know, I love a Mexican beer. Modelo is one of my favorite beers. I'm marrying avocado and honey because it really has just been the only reason I wake up in the morning lately. And I can't lie because, you know, I can't find a man to save my fucking life. So I get out of bed in the morning saying today I'm going to eat avocado and honey. And the quicker I get out of this bed, the quicker I can get into the kitchen and whip that right up. But mush avocado, put honey on top of avocado and mush it all up and put just a little bit of salt. I mean, that is freaking delicious. It's luxurious. And it, and one other thing it is, is decadent. Okay. That's a classy snack. So I'm going to go ahead and marry avocado and honey. I'm going to fuck Modelo because of course, and unfortunately I have to kill Ethiopian coffee, which is very good, but it's got to go in this situation. And then the next one is a Trader Joe's treats. Fuck Mary kill. This is the one that's very specific. Okay. So it says the three options are hold the cone, mini vanilla ice cream cones. I already know that I'm marrying that. There's no other. That is my soulmate. If, if you're not a Trader Joe's person, but you're like, oh, maybe I'll try something. I'm telling you, get the hold the, the cone, mini vanilla ice cream cones. They are these little tiny freaking ice cream cones. They have chocolate. They have vanilla. It's, it's a party in your mouth. It's the perfect um, little treat. It's the perfect treat. And it's also the perfect uh, ratio in terms of cone, ice cream, and chocolate. And, and, and I'll take that to the grave. You could put that on my tombstone, okay? 
So we're, we're already marrying that. That's, I want that every day of my life. The next one is sublime ice cream sandwiches. Also very good. And the other one is the tiramisu. This is a pretty easy one. I'm killing the tiramisu. I am going to fuck the ice cream sandwiches, of course, because they are amazing. And you got to marry the, the whole the cone, mini vanilla ice cream cones. Are you insane? If you don't in that scenario, marry the hold the cone, mini vanilla ice cream cones. Wow. You should seek help. You should definitely seek help. But I love you guys. And I hope you're all having a very happy, healthy, good new year. And I hope you're all, um, you know, just being nice to each other because that's what we do in this cult that we've started. If you have any questions, you can send them into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And we will see you next week. Bye.